Yo, Geek Variance, we here. And man, this episode of House of Dragons, number four, they weren't fucking around. Well, yeah, they were. We are back, House of the Dragons, episode four. You got me today, known as this, the Disarmer, your host, Will. And, you know, I am without my co-host, Brent, today. I got to run solo. And House of Dragons, Game of Thrones is his baby. So you're going to get my take from everything I've been seeing because I haven't read the books and stuff. But this show, I'm about to go read all these books because this stuff gets better and better every single time. So... We're going to make sure we talk about it. Before we do, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you like, comment, talk about everything that you want to talk about. Because I'm going to talk about all this stuff and how this thing opened up. So, getting right into it. There was no games. There's a lot of courting. There's a lot of trying to, who's going to be the one to wed the princess. You got this little uh, cunt, as it was so put, that was trying to make his case. And then the bully. Who was talking a bunch of shit during the problem, you know, during the whole thing it became a big problem. During the course of that, I did not expect the little cunt to uh, see him through, and that was absolutely fantastic. Really, really fun way to start the show. Game of Thrones is all about bloodshed, and they were not sparing anything. Uh, so throughout this episode, it wasn't a whole lot. Again, it's more, you know, furthering the plot and what's going on. You're kind of getting a little bit more. Um, interesting into the inner workings of how the courting process is going, as well as who's vying for the throne in, in different directions, as well as who's just you know going for you know the, the princess in general. Uh, everything always leads to the throne. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's a fact. But the princess, she's got other other plans and other things that she wants to do, as well as a few other people. Damon being one, Damon definitely, you know, showed up and slithered his way into a hero's welcome after finishing off the sea snake, bringing the the crown of the the narrow sea, he was, and you know, make sure he was pledging his loyalty to his brother and giving up all that to say, hey, I'm here to be with you. And brother, so happy to have him back, man. You already knew Damon was playing games. He's trying to get to something. He's trying to figure it out and. His plot point was put, you know, back in the beginning when he gave that necklace to Renera. And again, I may be butchering these names, but gave it to the princess. It was like he's got his eye on something. Sure enough, doing what a lot of these shows do. And it got to the point where he was trying to make his case for her. You know, eventually they end up doing the do and I was not expecting that at that point in time, you know, kind of saw something like that coming. But again, he's trying to set up so that he can wed and do everything. He's, he's trying to keep everything in line with House Targaryen. And that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about with Brent about what House Targaryen actually gets into when it comes to doing all of these these marriages. The taking of a second wife is a thing that's normal. Apparently, um, again, sex is sex. But you got your duty to your wife, your marriage, and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, hey, kings are going to do what kings are going to do. Same thing with princes royalty and everything else. So 
the princess is no different. She's gonna do what she wanna do. And once she got a taste of it, she went to go find more like that. So hey, it doesn't matter, male, female, whatever, so that you're trying to get it in, they're trying to get it in, freaking you just gonna go slut it up by all means, because Damon was slutting it up the entire show. Um, but again, that kind of sets up for big things towards the end because of course Alicent is overhearing everything that's going on and she's the queen, you know, because time has fast forwarded through, you know, three and four, you know, popping out babies and stuff. It's like that sisterhood is still there. So trying to look out for each other, but at the same time, I'm the queen, I'm the princess. It's still butting those heads and stuff. That's that little power struggle they're having. But again, incest being on the plate, not surprised, but again, but again, the the guard, and I can't remember his name, but the guard, it was set up her personal guard that you know walks around for the, her father. Um, she got a piece of him, and again, you can tell she specifically chose him out early on. So again, that was set up. So most of this plot has been pretty straightforward. Like you kind of see where things are going and you can see the cues and whether you recognize it right away or not, it's easy for you to go back and look and go, okay, yeah, that was that was pretty obvious of where it was going. Just when it was going to happen was the the big surprise. The thing that got me the most was, again, somebody getting disarmed. I did not expect freaking a hand to get cut off that cleanly. But, again, at the behest of his daughter, the king was like, yo, you need to come up out that, that emblem. So he found out Otto's plan and started making sure that he started setting things right. So whatever he needed to do to set things right, whatever he needed to do to make sure that his kingdom stays intact and to protect himself. Because, again, his father, his grandfather, they're all you know gone. And Otto was present during all of this. So these are things that he needs to protect himself from as king as to not lose his thrown too early and to make sure that his house stays in power which is one of the reasons why the setup freaking to to wed with the uh, other powerful house over there with uh you know Corliss's people so you know in that direction i think that the show is really set up fantastic for episode four i uh, said so we got a lot of exposition going there's a lot of Things being thrown into play, and I feel like this is going to go get flipped on its head real quick because I dreaded what is that? Uh, episode nine, I think, is where Game of Thrones really ramps up. So we're only at four now, so we got plenty more to do to kind of see where they're going to go about it and then set up for whatever kind of bloodbath is. But again, ending the episode, hand has been removed. So replacement hand will need to be put into place, as well as that special elixir, which may uh, take care of a few unwanted things or consequences, as it was put by the king, to make sure that the princess stays as pure as possible or uh, un untarnished or whatever you want to kind of go with that. And... I guess we'll find out whether she takes it or not because I'm pretty sure they're not going to show it. It's just going to be kind of a, oh, she's pregnant or she's not, and that's just going to let us know whether she took it or not. I don't think they're going to just straight up say it. I don't know. Overall, this episode, uh, I like the way it go. I like the tension in the episode. 
uh, I would give this one an eight. I think it's pretty solid there. Again, they're setting up for a lot of buildups, and the cliffhangers are always the biggest part for me. So I definitely want to see the next thing going forward is to who is going to be the replacement hand. And again, tell me in the comments what you think is going to happen. What do you think? You know, what questions do you want answered going into the next episode or throughout the whole season? I want to know what's going to go on with the marriage. Who's going to be the next hand? Because I don't expect that marriage to go off without a hitch. Uh, again, I think you show a little clip. There's some some infighting going on. No, no. Um, the guard who got a piece of the action, is he going to get ousted at any point in time? What is Damon's true intentions at this point now? Because Damon is just kind of left laying and is like, yo, you know, you either, you know, that's a rabid dog at this point. Either you put him down or you get ready to get bit. And Damon definitely seems like the type is going to bite back real quick. Um, Allison, uh, she still seems conflicted between, you know, her friend and the king and her father. So she's got to play to whatever suits her best. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, again, make sure you drop it down in the comments. Tell me what you think is going to happen, and we will catch y'all in the next one because we're going to break all this down even further when Brent gets back. So, be ready. Other than that, catch you guys in the next one.